0: Hello and welcome, beautiful souls, to the very first messy and glorious conversation. I'm Sam Geddes, founder of Catching Life magazine. A playful and wise miscellany of consciously gathered wordry and visual feast for the senses, creatively presented and simply shared. It embraces the weird and the wonderful, encourages rule-breaking and re-engaging with nature's rhythms. It's where misfits gather to take in the healing and nourishing powers of nature's bounty, all while savouring a favourite cuppa and mattering about life. Catching Life is our way of shining a light to guide the way for you to exploring experiencing the everyday magic of life. I'm also host to Messy and Glorious Conversations, where people share their messy and glorious journeys in a bid to peel back the layers and find the truth, let out beautiful souls and guide you to making sense of the Jumble of the rumble in your mind and find the magic within you again. Today I'm flipping roles and to begin this messy and journal journey, I will be the guest and my beautiful coach, guide and friend, Kate Wolf, will be hosting. Kate Wolf is a healer and guide to wild self-expression in life and business. She encourages women to trust the wild inside so they can achieve wild success. She's the founder of Beacon Sisterhood, where playful pioneers with a fiery desire in their belly to experience all they can be, lighting the way for a new world. also creator of Unapologetically You Facebook group, where women can just be themselves, no apologies. To just give you a little insight on how I first bumped into Kate um, and her playful nature, Kate led a challenge on Facebook um, which... Resulted in me ending up upside down with my feet in the air on a trampoline um of which my mother found completely hilarious and um Kate can you remember that challenge I do and I'm like laughing silently here because um <laughs> I haven't said hello yet so no. I thought that my
1: first sound being a laugh would be kind of weird but maybe that's appropriate so.
0: perfect
1: so um, Kate say hello <laughs> hello (laughs) hello everyone
0: hi Hi, Sam yeah so lovely to have you um here and you know um when I was thinking um of doing obviously my messy and glorious podcast series and and who um would be on the the first one and obviously I thought you know um I suppose I guess I should go first but who's going to interview me and who's going to be my guest host and I think based on our journey together and everything you stand for, I, I felt that there couldn't be anyone else but you to, to share this first experience with me.
1: So, so I'm
0: really, really um, uh, happy and proud to, to be in this space with you right now. Um, so I'm going to hand over the beacon to Kate and um, we're just going to let it all out and see what comes up.
1: Mm, yeah that's how this works right messy and
0: glorious
1: yeah oh thank you so much sam i just listening to to actually particularly to your introduction of yourself i was like oh this is this is it this is why i do what i do and the magic that you're creating with this i can feel it already i've got tingles all (laughs) over and knowing your journey as well knowing where you've come from and you've gone through and just having this deep sense of how much these really real raw messy and glorious conversations are needed so needed and I would love to hear I mean I feel that deeply through my bones and I'd love to hear you speak a bit about that about what, what why messy why do you want so much to bring and bring the mess out and share
0: it. I think, um, for me, I found that, you know, being in that messy place and on the floor and trying to hold it all together when, you know, the world's shouting at you to be something completely else mm-hmm. and, and be proud and, you know, pr- you know full of pride and stand up and, th- you know, stiff up a lip and everything. And and I I think you feel so much extra burden when you're already going through a lot of pain when the world outside um, is telling you 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 can't behave like that you can't feel the pain and you know you can't fall apart and you you aren't allowed to be sensitive and Mm. and I think we're, we're supposed to shut our messiness behind closed doors put that skeleton in the cupboard you know all these things we're taught when we're younger and and I don't I don't want that to happen to people I want people to not have the experience I had I want I want women and you know anybody really to be able to scream and shout and um, be able to share openly their messy you know Mm -hmm. sobbing on the floor Carpet, naughty nose. <laughs> you know everything. You know, just get it out and be able to to know that there's places they can go to to listen to people's messiness. Yes, to resonate and you know fix that's the wrong word to to you know. It's like when you drop um, a pack of playing cards on the floor. You know, people play fifty cards. Um, <laughs> pick up just, just for mm. like that it's like why have you done that why that's not very nice to do that but you know it's like and then you've got to pick all the pieces up and, and try and put them in, in some sort of order and not the kind of order that the outside world tells you but whatever feels good for you inside mm-hmm. and you know w- what makes your heartbeat and I and I just really want to be able to ha- be a be a voice and share other people's voices so that um women in particular know that that's okay, because I think it's women more so that have, have been, uh, I don't suppressed is probably quite a strong word, but, you know, they've been have been told to be quiet and get on with it, and we're supposed to, you know, supposed to look, um, we're supposed to look the part or whatever and get on with all the messy stuff, but I think it's time, you know, and very much so now more than ever, that we open our hearts back up and, and, and dabber and, and let, you know, let everyone know that
1: messy's okay. Oh yes, messy is, messy is so okay. I love that. I've just got this feeling of you really not wanting people to be alone with it or to feel, have extra layers put on top mm. of shame and that's wrong when actually the very thing that's needed to heal it is, is to share and to know it's okay, whatever. Whatever you're feeling right now, it's okay, and you're definitely not the only person in the world who's ever felt it. And yeah, it's interesting that you know you, you specify women, and I guess my feeling around that is that women, one of our one of our most beautiful gifts is our sensitivity mm. and our ability to feel so much so much, and if we don't allow that, and we close it off, you know, because we're told actually you're supposed to look like this, and you're supposed to get on with it, and you're supposed to, um, you know, hold everything together, we miss, we miss out on
0: so much. Mm. Oh, completely, that isn't, you know, the, that messy bit. That messy bit is where all the wisdom is. It's like it's so juicy, mm-hmm. and then oh God, I know how painful it is, and you don't realise at the time, you know, just the pain is immense. And I can, I can remember how that feels. I can remember like having like, almost like a, I don't know, it's, it's the pain in the chest, the tightness, you know, the, the, it's like someone stabbing you in the heart, and and mm-hmm. and feeling that. And thinking like there's nothing else left for for, for me, and and I'm feeling so alone. And even if you do have you know friends and family around, um, they 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 might not get it. Yeah, and you know that's it's kind of our our roles to to sort of let um this information and this wisdom. Trickle th- back through from our ancestors, mm. and you know, really, really change the way we we behave in families um, and also in the outside world. Um, yeah, and and yeah, that that messy, messy bit so painful. No, you shouldn't be alone. And and that the wisdom is far too rich and special. And um,
1: to be shared,
0: mm. um, the-
1: Absolutely.
0: I'd I'd love to hear
1: what what your view on this I see it like the distinction you know you hear a lot in kind of spiritual community about how everything is a learning and where's the gift and and I I, I, I believe that and I believe that while you're in the experience you need to experience it you need to not jump to what am I learning what's the gift do, would you agree or um, do you have what's your take no on that?
0: completely I think um sometimes foresight, foresight and then and then knowing is you know um not always not always the best thing when you're in that messy place
1: you need
0: mm. you know you need to get all your senses in there and 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 sort and through the goo and the um the grime of it all and and really delve into your very soul and the pain and feel those pains in your body and the the sounds you know that you make you know I'm not not hmm. vocal but you know i i, I always most remember that the silent cries of of frustration and uh pain you know um of going through that messy bit and and really you know no just at the time thinking why you know why am i feeling so sick and why, why, why is it not going away and why why um why can't i why can't i take it away why can't i make it disappear what do i need to do and i think that why question comes up so much when you're in there you're like you know, you can go, go through the whole drama of why me and why are you doing this again to me, you know, whatever you believe is there, whether it's universe or God or whatever, why why am I being punished for just being, you know, a general human being on this planet? And why why am I always getting this, this crap thrown at me? And I think these are the these questions that you ask yourself when you're in that painful, messy bit, it's it's like you're not I think they're coming from somewhere else, you know, they're almost, they're the questions that you need to answer for yourself um, so that you can make that next step into maybe not screaming so much, not crying so many times and actually beginning to let the fog clear and uncovering those little pieces of magic that you've forgotten about that mm-hmm. disappeared when all this pain was happening you know you really do lose a sense of yourself when when trauma or, or you know life happens um yeah you're it's like it's like i've, I've explained it before it's being like shell shocked you know when a bomb goes mm-hmm. you're just like it's like all the outside noise is, is nothing it's like a you know a, a crackle and then you're in this world where it, you're screaming and and you can't it's, there's nothing there there's nothing outside to think that you're ever going to be rescued or or rescue yourself or whatever so yeah it's just that yeah it that <laughs> and
1: you you said one thing that I just was like oh I want I want to dive into that I want to hear more from from Samantha about this and you talked about um the need when you're in that in that place, in that messy place, instead of jumping to to the learnings, to to delve into your senses, mm. um, and which is, is really interesting because also, you know, now you're talking about that that place where you're in shell shock and you're not re- you're not present at all and you're not feeling or experiencing. So, um, what? Yeah, what? Um, advice is the wrong word, but what would you? Yeah, can you say more? Can you say more about that, about delving into your senses and why you might want to do that, why that might help?
0: So um, I um, got to the point um, where I'd closed myself away for quite some time. um, And then I started venturing outside. And um, I remember one day I'd gone out and I'd I'd managed to get away from the kids and, uh, you know... um, gone out for a whole two hours and I'd just gone for a gentle walk and Mm -hmm. grabbed a coffee and a magazine and and sat on a rock by the river and it was the first day in forever that I heard the birds sing Uh. and I was like wow it's like how can you not hear them, I can hear them outside now, it's like it's like where did that go where Mm -hmm. where did my hearing go to not be able to hear the birds and now I'm at the point where I hear every single bird chirping Mm -hmm. every moment of the day it's like that ignites um, something deeper within you and that -hmm. that was the very first experience that set me off on a little treasure hunt I guess Mm -hmm. of delving into and, I, and, and I'll say mindfulness because people might be able to relate to that um better but it's a noticing yeah and I um I didn't know what mindfulness was at the time obviously and it wasn't it wasn't as popular as it now is now but the, yeah I can feel it as a noticing it's like it's like um you can pick it's like I've got a raisin here now and you can pick it up and you're like. It's just a raisin, we eat them all the time. But actually, when you hold it in your hand and you squish it and you feel all the little nooks and crannies and everything on it, it's like a whole different experience. And it's like you're waking up memories. Mm. And um, I found the more I savoured a moment like a cup of tea um, or even putting the bins out, you know, those little things we do every day um i I was like getting nice flashbacks the the mm. flashbacks of my past were dwindling and I would be getting like these happy memories coming in of my childhood and 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 walking in the woods and hiding the oak trees and and mm. bringing in the hay and um my my mm. poppers tomatoes and the smell of the vine and um and just I'd be having these like little gentle smiles to myself because. It's like it's like I was waking up my my spirit and um waking up my true self again and and that's that has been absolutely amazing because you know along with a lot of other things it's brought me here now to <laughs> catching life and 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 you know relishing in that moment um your senses are so very powerful um and then hold whole delicious memories of what makes your heart beat and what makes you love life again. And they are so worth capturing and delving into.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful. I can just feel all of those little moments with you and how, yeah, those little moments of noticing and waking up and noticing and waking up and just really coming back to life. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. And I love how um, the first
1: experience you had involved a walk, a coffee and a magazine and now you're creating the your own <laughs> magazine you use. It's,
0: like, Sorry, what so <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: it's just such a beautiful, messy and glorious journey. And and the walk as well, of course. And you do the wedding walk. So yeah, yeah. You've really drawn on your your healing journey and your healing experience to then offer that to others which is, yeah it was just wonderful yeah, can you can you tell us a bit about the welly walks and um did do, do, do they include those kinds of sensory experiences that you that you just shared with us
0: they do um i think um the um taking people in uh, I take people to a place in Devizes, which is not far from me. And I, I fell across this place. Obviously, people have known about it for probably of years. But, you know, when you fall across a place and you think, oh, my God, I've got to take people here. It's mm-hmm. like it just goes on forever and it's a woodland. And, and um, I take people in there. And, and the most important thing I usually do with them first is keep them in silence. Yeah. And... Um, and that is like when you hear the woods speaking back to you. It's like I don't know. It's like a warm, fuzzy feeling. It's difficult mm-hmm. to explain. It's just so magical. And and then like you know, just having that sort of child childlike, playful, um, element to it, which is why I, you know I went with the welly walk because I don't. Um, <laughs> You know, I I don't want to be too serious. I want to play, and I want people to experience play as an adult. And yeah. um, I think um, when we're children, we're obviously very curious. We want to de- You know, we want to to put our hands in the mud and squelch. <laughs> and, you know, um, climb trees and and jump in leaves and kick them and and um, you know do everything we're not supposed to do. And it's <laughs> like that. That in itself is so liberating which is so important for some of the people that I work with you know who've been in controlling relationships or or whatever the liberation of behaving um, childlike um, is most certainly uh, very replenishing and rewarding for for people and and, you know they've, they've had some really magical experiences just spending that time and I don't you know, I, it's very relaxed and it's about wandering and and wondering and you know and, and things like that and looking at things from a different perspective and using nature to reflect back messages that you need to to hear and see um, and feel. So mm. that's that's very much what my welly walks um, are about and yeah, lots of coloured. Colourful wellies.
1: Colourful <laughs> wellies. Wellies. wellies, yeah. I, I um I want to write a book one day called You Should Never No, Never Buy a Black Umbrella. But so just think when it's already <laughs> raining and grey outside. We don't need more oh,
0: well, black.
1: We need please bright please. yellow and yeah. polka dot umbrellas and the same with wellies. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yes. oh yeah, definitely. Your your brolies and my wellies will be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, shoot. <laughs> your singing in the rain, um montage will be good. Absolutely <laughs> yes.
1: Well, I didn't need to create that as your your promo. <laughs> and what what would you say to people who um who are who are maybe even scared by a play or um, apprehensive about play or just feel like it's something so far away from what they're living at the moment. Like a, a very serious life and, um, you know, chores and burdens and things to do and people they're responsible for and things that happen as you, as you become an adult. What would you say to, to someone who, who maybe was wary about, about play or didn't think it was for them?
0: Um, i guess i'd want to understand what kind of feelings were coming up for them and delve it and you know and sort of, sort of investigate you like into to why but i think um i would encourage them to try something small like um you know you could even sit and watch people go by and imagine them with funny hats or <laughs> you know or you know, Just, just little things like that, or maybe you could um, buy a uh, coloring magazine. You know what? You know, there's a lot of those now, and do some coloring. See what that feels like. And I think that's the the important thing. It's it's like having little tiny tastes of um, something you may have enjoyed as a child, or you know. And often we don't always remember what that is until we've delved into our senses a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what? You know, go go to the fair. Go go and just stand there for a moment and and take in the noises and the smells of the fair. Or you know, throw um, skin stones mm-hmm. by the river and build a sandcastle you know and I think if you've got kids you can kind of get more involved and that's so mm-hmm. important and I think that's something I really did realise I've probably missed out on um, a little bit was that I wasn't you know I'd, I'd stopped playing somewhere um, from my eldest child and probably my next one and somewhere in between I'd stopped playing as uh-huh. much with the children and I used to be one of those mums would like get out the paints and a long piece of um, wallpaper in the garden and splash about you know splash about and, I, and I'd Somewhere that I've got lost, and I think there's nothing um, stopping you from just doing those kind of things and seeing what happens, um, mm-hmm. and just being—you know—the first step is just being open to trying something little, you know, and I, I think that's all it all it takes to get you started. That is what
1: I love about your work, and it's what I love about catching life and and noticing you know is this the, the magic of the everyday that it doesn't need to be that you're planning for you know month-long retreat to Bali but that you're I remember on um on the, the Beacons retreat you talked about washing up and the bubbles mm-hmm. and becoming fascinated with the The bubbles and 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 you had your I really remember the the image of it that your sink was by the window and that you could see the people passing by and yeah can you talk to us a bit about those everyday magic moments so um
0: this is yeah this is what I thought this like my fog was lifted and I realised that we. A lot of us tend to walk around like zombies, and we're looking for these adventures, and we're looking for these special things, and we're all looking, I won't say in the wrong direction, but, but not necessarily in the direction that we need to, in order to start our, our journey with um, noticing what what can take us back to the things that we love. And um, I find that, you know, um, yeah, like, say sitting down with a cup of tea, um, which is something I never... Did before actually? I was I would never sit. I wouldn't even sit down. <laughs> like, I mean, too like here, there, and everywhere. My husband used to say to me, "Um, you know, what are you doing? Will you just sit down for a minute." I couldn't. I couldn't sit down. It was all busy, busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like oh, hanging hanging the washing on the line, is one of my favorite things. It sounds like most women going, "What? You're crazy," <laughs> <laughs> but because I don't rush it I I get myself organized with my basket with my clothes and I get all my pegs ready and I I just take each moment each peg is like a little special moment savor, and I keep using that word but that's like it's kind of the only word you can use really to sort of emerge yourself in in that moment and and just I'm looking up at the sky, I'm hearing the birds and I'm watching the clothes just move in the wind or the breeze and 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 there's it's like their clothes on the line, Sam. No, I know the clothes on the line Sam, but like, you know, I can feel it's like I can feel everything going on around me and um mm-hmm. with with that washing on the line and um the other things are oh, you know, when you've got nice lovely cotton sheets in the bed and you're all snuggly and warm and well you've just washed them and you're getting into bed and it's all crisp and smells lovely and especially if it's been on the line outside you can smell the outside Aww. um you know and um just cooking tea. Like I've got four kids, so our house is probably pretty chaotic. Um but I stick my stick my music on, we have a little dance in the kitchen while I'm cooking tea. Kids come in sometimes and dance with me and all a bit silly but then I you know I, I don't um sometimes it's a bit of a rush to, for, for tea time because things going on but actually I love that transition between having my day's work and then you know collecting kids from school coming in and taking that time to cook a tea from scratch and chopping the veg and you know um. Getting, you know getting creative with some herbs and spices or whatever I'm making a curry or, you know and, and just really taking that time to put the love into the food uh. and just I yeah it's like I think we, we we've come we're you know in, in, in a society where we quite easily could just stick something in the microwave or um or you know or get a pot noodle out or whatever it is you know and um or even have a part created dinner i just think that whole cooking from scratch for me and I, you know and I, I like i say i i don't do anything too adventurous it's all very simple and um, and it can't take too much time because i've got you know with the kids but it does when i'm in that moment i'm there i'm in that moment and i'm nowhere you know i'm nowhere else i'm sort of in it with with enjoying all the textures and the Know, the singing, the dancing, listening to <laughs> <laughs>
1: the music that my kids say, you're not listening to that again, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Fantastic. I i love that. I think cooking is such a great um form of adult play, isn't mm-hmm. it? Such a great way to play. we have got the colours, the smell like oh, we've got all the senses, haven't you? And the texture, yeah. the things. I love making things that involve me really using my fingers, like um, you know getting some chocolate and melting it and mixing it with like mm. dried fruit and just things like just like sticking things together yeah,
0: like stick, stick your hands right in there and give them yeah get them all covered and good, definitely. yeah, good, yeah, good, 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 yeah
1: good. definitely it's yeah a mixture of the the messy and the, mm, the glory <laughs> <Really>? yeah <laughs> uh, amazing so i feel like um We've heard um, wonderful, amazing things from you about play and being really present with all your senses and and ways to wake up. And um, I wonder, with this being the messy and glorious podcast, if you feel like delving a little bit more into into the hard stuff, Mm -hmm. into the things that people um, normally hold back, from from sharing um for for whatever reason that might be from shame or um you know fear fear of judgment and just whatever this question really really means to to you or or what the the word messy really means to you um and yeah what maybe what you'd like to bring bring into the world that that might normally be, be a bit more hidden or a bit more dressed up?
0: Yeah, um, I think um, that being messy, um, like you say, it's, it's judged. It's we, we live in a society where we are very much expected to show up and shut up and um walk up at nine o'clock in the morning or eight thirty, whatever it is to work and and be dressed in a suit and you know with a big smile on our face <laughs> even though we like absolutely hate doing that and and some of us don't some of us do and you know um you our in our entrepreneurial world people are you know have decided to step out of that nine to five uh, um and that you're not allowed to go into work or necessarily even speak about what's going on with you right now and what's what's hurting Um, and there there is is quite a big movement though you know I've noticed there's a lot of changes going on in the world and I think thanks and and not so much thanks to social media uh, you know, mental health and well-being have have a very different place in society now, and slowly but surely, it's being realised that um, people need support. And you know, we 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 are caregivers, and we are, you know, as humans, supposed to be kind. It's part of our nature to be kind, and. Um, we really need to create more spaces and more experiences where people can share um and be you know feel like it's comfortable for them to share because because we've had this this so long where we've been repressed um and and to have to shut out our feelings um you know, it, it's time that we were allowed—and I say allowed, but that it's normal—that <laughs> we we express um, what we're feeling inside and know where to get help um, for that. Um yeah, the there's it's like um, when—and I, I think when I was going to do it. I I felt embarrassed. Um, I you know I'd cry at the drop of a hat sometimes, and I'd be you know um, in a oh gosh. Even when I first started um, doing running my own business, I'd be in a networking, and I'd, I'd be slightly late, and it's like my whole world would fall apart because I was going to be late. And I was like, you know, that's just ridiculous. When I start, i to look back and I think, you know, that's not okay to feel that much pressure. To be anywhere or go anywhere that you know you feel that you're slightly late and and you feel like you could just let the world eat you up and and, and hide away um, and and there's times when I've been in the workplace and you know I've been ill or or something's not quite right and I'm upset and it's like you're shunned and and everyone turns their backs on you um, and you know. We need to realise that if that's what's happening in the, in a workplace, you know, that's not where we should be. Or we should be flagging it up and saying, hold on a minute, what's going on here? Like, we we need to learn to say no, no more to these, these kinds of behaviours and, and be our beacons and voices. But, you know, if you feel it raging inside of you and you think this is not right, then, you know, be a voice for that and i guess that's one of the things that i i've been quiet for too long and and i i don't want i don't want to be quiet anymore and i want to say no and i want i want to show others that they can say no and yes <laughs> no yes, <laughs> to good, yes to the good stuff let's say no to all the blooming crap and conformity that's been um enforced on us in order to um, keep everything, you know, nice and tidy and comfortable. Highlight peaks. Yeah. And I I don't want to get too, like, political because, you know, there are moments where I might go off (laughs) and do that. But, you know, I I feel quite strongly. And I did as a child. and, And these are all things that have been rekindled within me when when i was younger i was i used to be the kind of person that would like be so painfully disturbed by blue peter okay by by the fact you know when they're doing the whole African uh, mm. thing and and um asking for help and i'd i'd be distraught and i and those kind of things have come back now and i find it, the world quite painful with you know ha- i'm i'm guessing that i'm highly sensitive and that, that, that that's that's yes. why <laughs> i'm attuned to these things but it's, i feel like some moments like the earth is screaming and shouting at me and is saying what what are we going to do what are we going to do about it but you know I think what for me what I want to do is is invite and encourage and introduce um different ways of doing things through my magazine and through the, the Messy and Glorious podcast in order to to help everyday people Find the magic in order for them to find their passion, mm-hmm. so in a very natural way. So we can wake up and and see what, as a as a, you know, a human race and as, as as people, custodians of the earth, can actually achieve and do. And I and I think that, you know, if I take it into a more sort of stronger vision, that's that's yeah. where you know, I'd go. I want to go, but you know, first of all, we've got to start with those senses
1: absolutely but I love hearing the bigger vision I feel myself like sitting up taller <laughs> and like yes and um little tingles in my shoulder blades where my wings would be yeah um, you know like really feeling the um yeah the power the power behind that and and I I know from from personal experience that if um which way to say this well when I um have been experiencing the like when I have opened up or as I have been on the journey of opening up to frankly terrifying levels of of emotion you know like bent double with grief Mm. and and the, the physical pain of of grief and and allowing my rage out as well, you know, and this is from first of all, you know like a good um, Catholic girl who then became a yoga teacher, so there 's all these different
0: uh, forms
1: of kind of being good and quiet and peaceful, and then going on the journey of opening um to my emotion emotional life and and releasing those emotions and like you mentioned yourself that the noises like there were times when there were noises coming from me that like when I sing I can't hold an exhale for that long you know like how is this noise still going how is there still breath in me and and feeling um like it's not just mine like as I open I'm now when I grieve I'm grieving for the world and when I rage I'm raging for all the women who aren't letting their rage out and it does um it it opens you the that sounds kind of ridiculous like the journey of opening opens you but but it does as you start to feel your own emotions you start to feel the the pain of the world and then you you do see with with different eyes maybe maybe back again with those with those child eyes of oh my goodness what is this this isn't this isn't quite right what what can I do um, but yeah it, it does need to start with with your own personal journey of, of feeling doesn't it because otherwise
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um, we don't have any space to to feel the rest or we'll see the rest
0: no we um. We don't, yeah. Just saying that we don't have any space, and I think that's so true. Like we, we are so enclosed, you know, enclosed and just on top of each other, just in society, you know, in society, and 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 it's difficult to breathe in everyday busy life. And, and it's like we almost need to step <laughs> and find that space and make the effort to find that space so we can, we can, yeah, we can really
1: breathe the air
0: and 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 wake ourselves up yeah definitely. yeah yeah wake mm. ourselves
1: up mm. definitely i still remember this is this is something i absolutely still still use from yoga is um and you'll notice it probably in, in people's postures a lot of people are walking around with their heads really far forward mm-hmm. and it's like they're kind of lost in in other people's stories and stuff and if you just put your focus to the very back of your head you know where your neck meets your skull and just draw it
0: back
1: mm. yeah, It's a tiny movement for others it might be larger and you come into alignment with your own body and immediately I feel more space and more okay that's yours this is mine Mm-hmm. and and what what do i want to um to look at and to put put my energy and focus into
0: yeah no that's really good actually i feel like it's funny I, i've i been um doing some yoga um this autumn and um and since i heard that since we were with you actually in the beacons like um we did we did a little bit didn't we and yeah i wanted to explore it a bit more and i can feel my body like it's like all chained in <laughs> mm-hmm. all yeah all centering and all realigning and and um, and yeah I think you say it's, it's mapping it is remapping isn't it when you, mm. you make it. yeah it's remapping your brain's remapping your body when you're making these movements and I think movement is definitely one of the senses that I want to share because I think people automatically think that there's just five senses when actually there isn't there's 12. <laughs> so there's like so there's a usual smell um I'm gonna forget all the the smell listening, you know, um touch and uh sight and hearing you know, me. and there's this those, and then there's thought and there's feeling, and there's movement, um I'm gonna become a copper now not <laughs> <laughs> hold on, <laughs> I have backup. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> just a messy bit um yeah I've forgotten the last two it's gone completely out of my head I'm going to find them though I'm going to find them I know I've got them
1: oh I wonder what they are let me guess um right. yeah. no a guess so you said thought do you say emotion yeah um yeah
0: actually belief
1: works. um oh my god 12 senses
0: 12 senses I'm going to kick myself I can't remember them all now. that's awful it's uh, going to be in the, this is, this is the joy of Pinterest. Um, <laughs> I can be in
1: Pinterest. I'm, something to do with like the environment, but maybe that's touch. But I feel like we're very affected by the environment.
0: Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. So um, we've got 12 senses. So temperature, sight, taste and smell. Okay. we all feeling. Okay. Feeling which is balance touch movement and life and thinking which is thought speech eye sense and hearing so like intuition type sense and everything as well so yeah so i that's something i'm going to play with um a bit more because um i feel like some of the learnings i've had has been when i you know I've danced around my lounge in those moments if I need to move, and yeah, yeah. you know, or I've um, been singing, or you know, or and that that intuition is like often the last thing to come into play when you you go on this sensory journey journey and and that is something that I've forgotten so much that I'd got and I mm. so, I feel like so in, in insightful and intuitive now like I can almost sense like people's characters and stuff oh, it's, um, and, and under like have a different kind of understanding um and and that that's that's really a good thing to be able to come up. you know if you feel something's wrong you know once your intuition cook, um cooks it and comes in <laughs> and you know <laughs> it's cooking um uh, you know that that you um you can make so many um better and more informed decisions about your life when you can feel that intuition absolutely and everything
1: just it does become more easeful, doesn't it mm. because you become I think there are certain ingredients you know you become present and mm-hmm. aligned and then you can be in flow you, you cannot be in flow unless you're present and aligned because you're just scattered and your mm. energy is elsewhere and Um. So, yeah, that's that's really key—the the intuition piece and the and then the life that becomes possible when you're living from that. I am um, always—I I have a theory, totally un, um, its just <laughs> from, just from experience that that the the people who are suffering the most are the most sensitive and intuitive. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're suffering because our world as it is is not um is not built <laughs> for for um our you know i'll say w- w- women like us um mm-hmm. it, I was sort of lying in bed the other night, just like flooded with all these kind of um it's not new but it's just a kind of a bigger realization of how the the work I'm doing and you're doing is so much of the time and, and with the background of millennia of patriarchy mm-hmm. and things like things being valued like rational thought, you know linear thought um, things that make sense and not intuition and sensitivity and emotion and so it's it's life, life can be hard for mm-hmm. If if you if you grow up, especially if you were like the sensitive one in the family, you know, and no one really got <laughs> where you were coming from. Or, yeah, that.
0: that what is, is. Um, yeah, um, I I yeah, I feel like you know, and I explained this to a friend one time. It's like I felt like I, and this was this was probably you when know, I was a bit older, but we were talking about school, and I um, I said, you know what, I I only ever felt like I was a fire on the wall. I never felt like I was in, in the life, like I was watching it and, and uh, trying to understand it, but not, and not feeling like I belonged anywhere, um, you know, apart from being outside and, yeah. and running free, and that's the only time I have felt like I was belonged anywhere, but I hated high school. Uh, primary school was fine, but yeah, high school in particular is where my world rock like really was rocked for the first time and i was highly sensitive and hated every moment of it very much mm. um, yeah and i and i think that was what set me off on the on the sort of rocky road and the messy bit that, yeah so it's it's um it's yeah it's so important that we we don't forget about the kind of stuff we do when we're children like young children Totally.
1: I mean, just listening to you and just feeling even more how crucial the messy part is because we, we get schooled, don't we, in getting things right and ticking the boxes and learning by rote and repeating things our teacher says and <laughs> how well we can memorize things and, and there, there is, again, there's no space. There isn't. <laughs> a crazy creativity, for mad minds that see things differently. Um, and what a waste. What a waste if those minds don't wake up.
0: I completely um And you know, I, I could probably do a whole other series on education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but fortunately, my eldest child is, is, is going to probably, um, you know, rule, uh, rule the world on that one. But, right. you know, it's like. I, you know, even now, twenty, well, twenty-five years since I was in school, roughly. Um, if we're accounting if um, too, too many dots, but I have one, one son in particular who, who, you know, completely does not fit in in school, and um, it's so painful to watch your child not flourishing because of the normal system. And yes, like, there's probably a million other options out there for me, but we we haven't gone down that route as yet. But it's like. And I remember in school almost banging my head against a brick wall with lack of understanding on why why are we doing why why are we doing these things and mm-hmm. why does it feel so shit and it's 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 so you guys it's, it's so so wasteful, and you know we know that fortunately often people do wake up and and people i mean lots of people um, have created amazing things from that frustration and that messy part of their life mm. and, and that's that is the glory that is the glory of it. But um yeah, like you say, there's so many people out there who who are still in that fog and, and still think that they they should conform, um, to what they've been told and that they're that you know, that they're negative and they don't fit in and they'll never will and, and all that crap that you get thrown at you. Um, yeah. It's a very crucial pinnacle part of your life um, where you're, you are you know, hormonally fitting everything together as it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and your
1: brain's wiring up and everything.
0: Yeah.
1: I had a, a definition of depression the other day that I think, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's just one of many, but I think it's interesting based on what we've just been delving into. Um, And the definition was when you stop believing that what you want is possible Mm. and it really feels like that's all that all of what we've been talking about comes into play in that doesn't it in terms of who you came into this world as yeah with your your purpose and Mm. then what the world seemed to school you for because I also believe we are we are being being given what we need um probably you know some of some of it is is fueling the fire it's fueling the fire yeah. to go no this isn't okay i'm gonna do something about it um but if the fire if the fire dies that that's when it's um well yeah a, a tragedy isn't it
0: yeah and and I, and I think, you know, that is the glory in the messy bit. It's like we were talking before and saying, you know, what's the lesson and what's this? And you don't always know what that is. And when you're in the messy bit, you're like, you know, you're swearing blindly at the world and saying, why me? But, um, you know, I I had an amazing childhood and, you know, that's where my magic come, comes from. And I, it wasn't until I was sort of, you know, going into high school that... My cl- the cloud, the dark cloud came over and I, I ventured into the messy journey. Mm. But if I hadn't gone there, if I hadn't for whatever reason I needed to go there, you know, which I'm guessing is because of what I'm doing now and, and, and being the beacon and, and, and that, but mm. you know, all everything that I learned within that messy journey and, you know, being in an abusive relationship and, and spending that time being so controlled and so fearful of Um, being myself that i i would not be able to understand and and figure out this what what we're experiencing now and be able to see what's real and what's not and what should be real and what's not if i had not gone through that messy part of my journey i i don't know who i would be i don't think i was in some parts a very nice person in some parts of my life like I was expecting things I you know um, like the light, like, like like the universe owed me something or you know getting caught up in the drama of people's problems and potentially mm. you know making mistakes you know that that actually did not align with who I really was and doing things out of fear and doing things because I thought they were the right thing to do you know and um, um you know. Misbehaving or whatever, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't particularly bad a child in any <laughs> shape or form, but you know, doing things to get into trouble or doing things for attention or mm-hmm. whatever, and, and, and you know, attention seeking. I think it, people like think it's something bad, but it's such a call for help. And attention seeking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it doesn't you know it, it doesn't necessarily feel right it. Does like subconsciously crying for help? And that's you know they need help, and I know it's difficult to offer help, and people are not sure they know they need it. But it's yeah, <clears throat> definitely. It's it's I I could never be who I am now without going through that. Um. Yeah. What
1: a beautiful place to nearly finish this this first messy and glorious interview. But I've just got this one last question. <laughs> Um, to ask you so Samantha if you could cast a magic spell over the world or a place or a person what would it be?
0: My magic spell would be a wake up spell Um, so everyone could uh, wake up their senses and become more alive and, and see the magic in the day so yeah, we can start. We can start waking um, up this world and and seeing the beauty of it and seeing you know what what how beautiful we are, what beautiful souls we are, and as a human race and and, and what we can actually achieve if we actually went with our hearts and not not with conformity.
1: Mm, a wake up spell. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for all the messy and glorious joy that you've shared. And thank you for um, asking me to guest host your first interview.
0: Thank you, because uh, I was like, thinking anyone can get any magic out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um you. So, yes, yeah, thank you so much. Um, it's been an absolute um, pleasure having this. messy and glorious conversation with you and um, I'm so looking forward taking the third step and of making many more messy and glorious conversations and going forward so thank you for being part of this first one.
1: Mm, It's an honour thank you.
0: I'll say um, say all goodbyes and um, as Kate said do you want to say farewell to everyone for today?
1: I do, yeah. Farewell. Go and um yeah, find your, your moments of magic in your in your everyday lives as uh, as Sam likes to say.
0: <laughs> thank you, I can not do it better myself, but uh, that's lovely, thank you. And um yeah, so this is the first Messing Glories podcast and uh, if you found us, um please share us and um, I would love to carry on the conversation with you, please um, share um, any comments below or you can always message us at hello at catchinglife.co.uk. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to sharing with you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.